Hey, it's Mother Funny Time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Woo! Welcome back, Mother Funny Tribe. It's Angie and Andy back with you for another episode of Mother Funny, um, where we're going to continue continuing our discussion <laughs> on back to school. <laughs> we're just keep the party going. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> it's it's still back to school time and we have more to say and we didn't get all of the aspects we wanted to. So we're going to keep talking about back to school. If you're bored of us talking about back to school, hang in there because it'll be new and you might be interested and we just want you to hang out with us. And if you're eager for more, well, we've got more for you. In fact, we have... um. I don't know what I don't know what we have for you. <laughs> but we have I something for you. I just want to say this. If you guys have not listened to Back to School Part 2, you have to listen to it. Stop what you're doing and go listen to that episode because Andy is hilarious telling us about her <laughs> kindergarten experience. Her first day of kindergarten experience. It is I might have been processing. It is by far one of the funniest episodes. I was laughing, I was crying, I almost fell out of my chair. Like it was so funny. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> so make sure you check that out because it was quite the story, quite the experience. She um, dealt with some it childhood was. trauma her first day of kindergarten. And boy, by <laughs> golly, it's hilarious. <laughs> we laugh or we cry. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know why. It only takes a little trauma. <laughs> well, I was talking. I don't know why. I was like, by golly, like came to my head. <laughs> By golly, this okay. is a very clean, wholesome show. I think it's because you started talking about your dogs and your future dog's name. I'm putting it out there. I'm manifesting. Andy's going to get a puppy. Oh. <laughs> She's got some names. <laughs> By golly. My husband's cringing. It's some good ones. I always say this. <laughs> golly. No, I like to name my animals after um like older names that don't sound like dogs. So I'm really considering Barbara. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're younger and your name's Barbara. <laughs> but like I have a daughter named Daisy and typically you're either cow is named Daisy or dog is named Daisy or you had an 80 year old aunt named Daisy. So I like I like these names. I like old fashioned names. Barbara the Collie. So, anyway, it just works. Anyway, okay, real quick. M growing up, like my best friend in high school, she had a dog named Riley. And when we were like considering naming oh. Riley, Riley, I was like, oh, but that was her dog's name. So Riley is also like <laughs> Daisy. Very, it's good for people or pets. Well, even Shiloh, there's like a whole book, like famous child's book called Shiloh. And so many people are like, oh, that's a beautiful name. I had a dog named Shiloh or like, the dog Shiloh. So I apparently, like both my girls also have names that are dog-like. And then apparently Caleb means dog-like. So I, don't, I just want to put that out there for everybody. Now they know. Does it really? Angie looks like. I did not know <laughs> yes. that. 
<laughs> I didn't know that either. It's supposed to mean like loyal like a dog, like the loyalty of a dog. Like so we have a theme, apparently. We didn't mean it, but it happened. And our next dog, Barbara, we have a dog named George. So Barbara and George. <laughs> it just works. I had a cat named Dagnus, a cat named Clarence. So anyway, we're moving on because our pets have nothing to do with back to school <laughs> except for that it's just one more thing for moms to deal with. When you're trying to get your kids ready, you're also probably picking up animal vomit and changing litter boxes and stuff. So that does add to the routine. So today we're going to start with um, like the positives of back to school. Was that right? We're going to talk about positive things because last time we kind of ended just with like all the stresses of back to school. But Angie, what are some positive things with back to school? I think the number one positive thing that I know even for me, because I know before in the last podcast, I was like, oh, my little tribe has gone to school and I'm so sad because I miss them. But it is nice to have time to myself and to have time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you see that. (laughs) I mean, even if it's for just a few hours a day, just to have time to maybe get coffee or to work out. I started working out again and going for walks again or meeting up with friends or let's face it, just to have time to not worry about the kids, you know, (laughs) or like being on call constantly. Like during the summer, you're for me, it's five. So you're always counting to five, counting to five, counting to five, especially if they're swimming. So just to like chill or we have a pool. So like I could go float on a raft and not be flipped over or not be splashed. Or not count count heads every five minutes. (laughs) So moms find that hugely beneficial to just have a minute, maybe a few hours to even to just drink coffee in the peace and quiet. You know, I mean, sometimes in the morning, like especially when I'm getting them all ready for school, I'm like downing the coffee. Like I'm chugging it sometimes, you know, because I'm like, I just need the caffeine. But then... I can drink it slowly, and it's so nice. It's nice to have that. <laughs> you know, this is what it tastes like, and my mouth's not on fire. <laughs> it's true. I don't have third-degree burns in my throat. <laughs> I mean, what's better than taking shots of espresso, really, at 5.50 in the morning? <laughs> yeah, oh, 5.50. It's so early. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. And you're not having to hear the name mom, mom, mom. Mom, but I could call you and just be like, hey, mom, 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 mom. (laughs) That would be great. You know, when your kids tell you a story and they're like, hey, mom, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wait, what'd you say? And they go, I said, mom, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, no, I heard mom. What'd you say? Mom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I got my name. (laughs) I need you to tell me the rest of the story. (laughs) But they do it every time. (laughs) Mom. And then their voice trails off. I'm like, no. No, I got that loud and clear all 20 times. Tell me, (laughs) tell me your story. Pretend I know who you're talking to. (laughs) Okay, it's so true. And it happens a lot to Riley. Just our house is so loud in general. And she wants like the focus and like she has a quieter voice. And so she'll start talking and then Cole will come and start like banging his toys together or like people are like playing tag in the house. And I'm like, wait, tell it again tell it again and I cannot tell you how many times she's like never mind I'll tell you later she like walks away <laughs> I'm over it 
Okay, so that's moms who have kids that go to like public school or private school and partly charter school. You know, moms get that time to themselves. They get a break. But for moms that homeschool, I mean, you're with your kids 100% of the time. Like, what was that like for you when you homeschooled? Yeah. Yeah, definitely you don't get your your coffee time or your floating in the pool time in the morning. But um, yeah, it's a lot of correcting kids. It's a lot of answering questions. Um, I used to let my kids and okay, so I only have three, but I did homeschool two others and we lived in Mississippi. So I had five kids and, you know, kids ask a lot of questions and not all questions are bad, but like when you're trying to school and kids are just constantly asking questions (laughs) that have nothing to do with school. And they're just like, can we go to the pool later? Can I have a popsicle later? What are we having for lunch? Why are we going to the store later? Are we all going to the store? Do we have to go to the store? Can I wear this? Can I wear that? And the whole time you're like, we we just need to do math facts. Like, let's just, let's do math. So I let the kids each get either, I would give them either uh, paper clips or rubber bands, and they each got five. And anytime they asked me a question that was like not school related during school hours, they'd have to give me a paper clip, rubber band. And then when they were done, I'd be like, sorry, I can't answer <laughs> not until after school. But yes, it was it was a busy time. Like you, you're on, you're like, you know, it's like going to your job, like you go into work and you're teaching. And trying to keep kids all sitting down and um, not dropping their pencils, which my kids, the kids would all, especially the boys, would just keep dropping the pencils, keep dropping the pencils. And at one point I was like, okay, you guys are going to have to start giving me like a nickel or no, no, I gave them mommy bucks. So anyway, I called them Miss Andrea bucks because they weren't all my kids. So like I had play money at the end of the week. We do like a student store and they could buy stuff. But I would like if they drop their pencil like three or four times, I'm like, okay, give me a, mo- a Miss Andrew buck because I can't. Um, they <laughs> didn't call me say, Andy. They called me. Yeah, Ms. I was going to say, did you want to say Miss Andy? <laughs> yeah, they called me Miss Andrea, but um, yeah, they, they were like, hey, Andy. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hey, she's a fine girl, (laughs) but a good wife she would be. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I got distracted. Anyway, (laughs) there were just more rules. There's more rules and you have to be more on when your kids are home. But it's just little blessings, just little blessings. So... Yes, we didn't get experience that as much, but my kids did like when they were part of a charter, if we, when we homeschooled through a charter, they did do classes twice a week and I would try to make it so that classes were more back to back, but sometimes I'd just be driving back and forth. Like here's class for an hour. Then you had an hour off and you had to be back at class. So it was a lot of moving around. So yeah, the school year was not as relaxing but we got out early and then we could swim but I was counting heads the whole time (laughs) so anyway what else is positive about back to school two things I just wanted to say one was that when it was quarantine 
and we were doing all the Zoom lessons, you know, with our kids. Yeah. I never noticed how many times my kids fell off the chair. I'm like, why? Are, why are you falling off the chair? <laughs> like they constantly yes. would fall off the chair. It was so. Like you have a good sense of balance. They never got hurt. It was just so random. Yes. Yes. Do teachers at public school, do you go through that? Are your kids just falling off chairs all day? Because they do at home. How do they deal with that? I don't know. And then the other thing, I don't know if you know this, is I have amazing pencil skills. And I can, like, do super cool pencil balance. I don't know what it is. But I would get in so much trouble when I was homeschooled. Because I would just be sitting there like either balancing the pencil on my upper lip or like maneuvering it within my fingers. And my mom would be like, stop, stop. You need to concentrate. You need to concentrate. And I would get standards for not paying attention or for disrupting the class, which was odd because I was homeschooled. So like the class was me and Darcy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm disrupting myself, <laughs> my sister. <laughs> but it was amazing. My, I mean, I don't want to brag. I don't want to brag, but my like pencil maneuvering skills were top notch at the time. <laughs> okay, we have to actually do this, but I need you to take a picture of it and then put on social media. We always say we're going to put pictures on social media and then we <laughs> I know. Angie apparently has five kids and doesn't have time to take pictures of herself balancing her pencil. But you should you should post it cuz it's it's great. I appreciate that. I do want to ask you, because one thing is when my kids are at school, I mean, that's when I run all the errands and I get a bunch of stuff done. Or now on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I've been crockpotting meals. I'm meal planning. Thank you, Danielle. Get it, girl. I just want to say I was very inspired. Plus, our life is so busy in the afternoon. So I started crockpotting meals. So like I make everything, get all the ingredients or whatever at the store, and then I actually put it together, and then I crockpot it. So that way, when everyone's back from school or their extracurricular activity, or sometimes we're even eating dinner at different times just because of activities, the meal is ready. But when you're homeschooling, like you don't have that break of, hey, I have an hour no. to like go to the grocery store without kids hanging off of the shopping cart or throwing stuff in the cart or telling me they want yes. this or that. I mean, you get to like calmly walk through the aisle and not be like racing through quickly. You have to get everything before there's a meltdown. Or as you saw that video, Cole loves broccoli. So he will pick up a yes. ton of broccoli and he like eats it. He just eats it while he's shopping at the grocery store. That's amazing. So I can walk at the grocery store without my kid eating broccoli and just be calm. And like when you're a homeschool mom, you don't get that. Or how did you manage that? No, you just don't get it. You just take all the kids with <laughs> you, you wherever you go to whatever you're doing. Like if one person, one kid had an orthodontist appointment, all the kids were at the orthodontist appointment. If one kid had this, they were all, you know, we all went to everything. I, in a Mississippi, we drove, everything was 20 minutes away at least. So I, we had CDs. It was back before smartphones and MP3s. So I just had a collection of like we did my kids loved adventures and odyssey and we just listened to those over and over and over because we were in the car all the time having to you know take all the kids their different appointments activities grocery shopping and you know whatever we were doing but we spent a lot of time in the car and you do you spend a lot of time 
with kids <laughs> in the grocery store. <laughs> so it is what it is. I like that. I definitely like that. So I think just a, one other thing to mention about things moms look forward to when their kids go back to school would definitely be routine, like having a structured, predictable routine and just knowing kind of what to expect for the next day. And that could go for public school, charter school, private school, homeschool, just getting yeah. your kids back on that routine. And I know last time we talked about going from school mode or going from summer mode to school mode and like just no routine in the summer and now all of a sudden your kids are like on this very strict routine but there is some positives to that and I know some moms maybe those type A moms per se (laughs) really like that (laughs) yes thrive it's their best lives no I think it's great like I think routine and scheduling especially after a summer because there is a point like I think in all of us where we feel like we can't just party forever. Like we have to be productive members of society. So <laughs> there is a point where you're just like, okay, we need to, um, you know, work again on building character and learning and growing. So yeah, break is good, but break is only good if it's just out of break. Otherwise, it's just sadness. I don't know. You can't live that way forever. <laughs> Unless you're retired, then you can, but that's, That's the whole thing. But, you know, we can't just swim all year. So, yeah, I think it's great. I think I at the end of summer, I always look forward to fall. Even when I was homeschooling or whatever I was doing, like it was hard because I knew I'd get back to work. But just the routine and rhythm and knowing what a day is going to bring and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's probably good for your mental health. So we've talked about the benefits of of preschooling. We've talked about the benefits of back to school. Now, what is it like for back to school when your kids are in preschool? We talked about elementary school and junior high and high school, but we haven't talked about preschool. And I've, I've never, none of my kids have gone to preschool. So what is it like prepping your little guys, little girls to go to preschool? What is that? Like, how how long does it take to like get the right preschool? What do you have to do? What does that look like? Well, actually, since I have so many kids, I've actually started my kids in preschool at different ages just okay. due to our life circumstance. And probably the most like the funniest one was when the twins were a year and a half. We were moving from California to Texas. And in that time between moving, I was still in San Diego staying with a friend and we were doing this like kids games camp and it was super fun. I was like volunteering and helping out. And I literally, um, cause I'd been playing phone tag with the director of the preschool I wanted the twins to go to. Cause I just knew I needed a break. Like after a year and a half with these twins, I'm like, I need them to go to like a mom's day out. I need a few hours a week just to like, we're talking about run errands or to get things done and um, to cook a meal. And so um, I've been playing phone tag with the director. And so I'm at this kid's camp and uh, I see that she's calling. And so I tell the lady who's the leader of the group I'm in, I'm like, I have to take this call. And I literally went into a closet and closed the door and was like (laughs) talking to Miss Lynette about it. Because I was nervous. I was sending two babies, essentially they're just a year and a half to a preschool in a state I had never, like, I hadn't really 
toured that much in that specific area. I'd never toured the preschool. I didn't know the people. I didn't wow. know the classes. But I mean, I'd read reviews. And I so after talking to Miss Lynette, I felt so much better. And like, I had to kind of sign them up, hoping it would all work out because you have to pre-register them and all that stuff. So there was a lot of risk in that, but it ended up being one of the best things for them and for me. So that was the earliest I've ever sent. My kids was a year and a half, but I just knew for wow. my own mental health, like I needed it. Um, and they just went twice a week. And actually, the I dropped them off and I had Brooklyn with me and I literally dropped off the twins that very first day. And I went to James Avery, which is a jeweler, and I bought myself a necklace with like a feather on it because I was like, <laughs> I need to celebrate what I just Aww. did this past year and a half. <laughs> I needed to you take did a moment. It. That's amazing. Yes. But then Brooklyn, she, because she had allergies and asthma, so she didn't go to preschool. And then I was dropping off the twins and Brooklyn would be with me. And Miss Lynette stopped me one day and she was like, why isn't this girl in school? And I just said, oh, she has some health issues. And so she's not going to go to preschool. I'm just choosing that out for her. And Miss Lynette was like, we need to have a meeting. We need to figure out how your daughter can come to preschool. She goes, not only for her benefit, but for my benefit, like for me as a mom. She's like, you're not going to be able to go from no preschool to then dropping her off five days a week. Like, it's going to drive you crazy. Like, I would be too nervous, too stressed out, too worried for her because of the health issues. Like, I had to learn how to allow someone else to take care of her. It wasn't okay. necessarily about academics, but me learning to like be away from her and Brooklyn learning away how to be away from me because of the gotcha. health condition. Like there was just so much anxiety there. And she's like, you need to learn to trust other people to watch your daughter. And so we had a meeting with the teacher and Miss Lynette, the director. And then um, we actually first Brooklyn just went half days and I would pick her up before lunch because I just didn't want her eating around other kids. But then I trusted them. And Brooklyn's like, Mom, I want to go every day. And so I started letting her go every day. And it was one of the best things for her socially, academically, mentally, emotionally. And we did need to have a little bit of that break. And they talk about like, oh, the child can have separation anxiety. Well, parents can have separation anxiety too. For sure. Like, give us some credit, too. We have anxiety. No, just kidding. Some of us have tons of it. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't on an airplane when she got dropped off. That's good. That could have been rough. (laughs) I was probably wearing compression socks. (laughs) (laughs) And a trucker hat. And low-rise jeans. Yes, but for my own mental health like it was so good for the twins to go and then for Brooklyn to go and just to know that my kids were safe they're around people who love them who were taking care of them who were watching over them and they were learning and they were like singing songs and it was a Christian preschool so they're learning about Jesus and they kind of like walked them through the entire Bible within a school year but even knowing like they're learning how to eat food around other kids without the parents watching them, you know, hovering or, you know, they're spilling their cups or whatever, but someone else can clean it up. And I didn't always have to be that person, you know, having snacks around other kids. And to give them that freedom was really good for them also, even the twins who were so young. Um, And then obviously as they got older. So it's, it's a journey though. I mean, you could start stressing out about it early on like I did or... (laughs) With Cole, I'm like, you're ready to go. See you later. <laughs> At least Out that's of the how delivery I room. You're like, do you have a newborn preschool? It's called daycare. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's called daycare. <laughs> how come? I'm just curious. How come you didn't send your kids to preschool? Because it's the devil's school. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just, totally like bikinis. <laughs> bikinis Just like bikinis <laughs> or one pieces or the devil's bathing suits. Um, no. So with Daisy, I feel like, well, back in that time, like kindergarten was only three days. A, no, kindergarten was five days a week, but it was only in um, half days. Like they didn't even do, they didn't do TK and they didn't do um Full day kindergarten. I, I guess you could do full day kindergarten, but they I don't think they had it quite yet when she was there. So the only preschools around you had to pay for. And I think we were just kind of financially like I was staying home with her. Um, we kind of joined like the homeschool group to do some of their fun activities for kindergarten. But yeah, we didn't. I kind of did things with her, but we didn't. We just, you know, I don't think at that point, young couple, you know, <laughs> In our 20s, we could afford preschool. And then when Caleb came around, you know, we just kept that going. And I think I started homeschooling Daisy in third grade. So Caleb would have been in, um, gosh, he would have been <laughs> counting second, first, kindergarten. He probably wouldn't have been in preschool, but. Yeah, it was the same situation. I think they might have started TK around then, but like I knew I was going to homeschool him and we couldn't afford, you know, to send him to preschool. And then when Shiloh came around, um, she we moved to Mississippi and I actually had tried to put her in a preschool over there, but she because I had all the kids and I'm like, OK, well, we're homeschooling because I had so many instead of like, you know, not giving her a lot of time. I was going to put her just a couple days a week in a preschool. But she had had a bad reaction to one of her vaccines. And so she was behind. And where we were in Mississippi, you had to be fully up to date. So she didn't have that one shot fully done because of her uh her reaction to it. So she couldn't go. I tried. I tried to be like, look, you know, but we had changed states. I couldn't get the, you know, the doctor's note because it wasn't a life threatening. She had just had a really bad reaction. So it just kind of scared me away from getting that shot until she was older, which she got when she was older and she was fine. But yeah, as a little one. So I couldn't put her in. And so I'm like, okay, we just went to preschool. But yeah, that's why. It wasn't a huge reason, but it was mainly finances and that one shot, <laughs> that one vaccine. No, finances is a big part of it. I mean, the twins only went to preschool twice a week. And that part of that was because of the tuition. Like if we were going to have them go three or four days. I mean, you're paying that double tuition. And they'll say like, we're giving wow. you a sibling discount. I'm like the sibling discount's $10. Help me out here. <laughs> you're talking about that really a discount. <laughs> Come on. And then when they were in pre-K, they went twice a week. And then um, their preschool teacher from when they were a year and a half and two and a half, she ended up kind of tutoring them on Fridays. So they kind of did another type of a preschool just at home. They were homeschooled. They went to private school. We'll say that for okay. twice. Twice a week, and then they were homeschooled one day a week with uh, my friend Miss Liz. Homeschooled them. Well, just I'm just gonna say I was a homeschool preschool mom. Like I'm just gonna yeah. own that. I'm just gonna Do own it. that. 
I didn't actually homeschool them. Miss Liz did, but <laughs> but they were instructed <laughs> at my house. <laughs> but Riley awesome. went when she was two and a half. She just went like once a week, you know, and then kind of as she got older, she started to go more and more days. And then she had gone to like preschool and TK, like I've talked about in the past. So it's kind of just figuring out what's best for your child, which I know we keep talking about, but even within the family, you know, and yeah. I liked, especially with Riley, I just had at the time only Riley in Brooklyn. So we would go to the zoo or to Disneyland or the park or the museum. So I was like, she just needs to go once a week because we were doing all this other educational fun stuff. Because the you're rest a of the homeschool week. mom at heart. So you were homeschooling her the rest because that's what homeschooling is like. Little ones is basically <laughs> doing fun educational things, watching PBS <laughs> kids, <laughs> counting. Saying your letters. You homeschooled. Pretty much. I homeschooled. There you go. There you go, Aunt Judy. She did homeschool. (laughs) Perfect. Shout out. (laughs) But this year I'm switching Cole's preschool. And um, we had, so I went and I toured the preschool, which is great. And then there was a mandatory parent meeting where you had to go to um, learn about it, informational meeting. And then it was also meet the teacher. Which was tonight. But the funny thing was that the mandatory meeting as I'm getting ready. And by that, I mean, I was like making sure my ponytail was okay and adding some hairspray. <laughs> and I knew all the moms would be dressed so cute and they'd be so adorable. It's like over 100 degrees here. And I'm like, I am not going to like put on jeans. You know, I just can't. So I like just went in my regular workout attire. And as I was leaving, Riley's like, mom, take my Stanley. You need my Stanley. All the moms will have Stanleys. You need the uniform. (laughs) And I said, no, I said, I'm going to show them that my Yeti cap is great. And so I took my Yeti. (laughs) I took a stand. I took my Yeti. I show up. I am by far the oldest mom there. I mean, I am we're talking 10, 15, 20 years older than these moms. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm not kidding. The lady right next to me totally had a Stanley. (laughs) I texted Riley. You were right. I should have just taken a Stanley. But I proved her wrong. I showed that lady, hey, my Yeti keeps strings cold also. It does. Nobody tells Angie what beverage container to drink out of (laughs) or how to hold her pencil correctly not on her lip or what not to wear a trucker hat and (laughs) gas station t-shirts she's gonna do what she's gonna do hang in there sister I'm trying so that was kind of it was kind of that aha moment of like wow and these moms are so cute and they're so excited and they're like asking all these questions. And I'm like, can I just leave? Like, can I just sign the paper that I was here and go? Yeah, I'm going through menopause. I got to go. No, I'm not. I'm not that old. She's not. She's not. She's not that old. Not saying that if you are going through menopause, you're old. We're not saying that either. I'm 46. So I'm, I'm getting there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So good job. Good job standing your ground, being a role model, (laughs) being with all those, I don't know, Yeti, (laughs) Yeti people. No, they were Stanleys. I I mean, being a Yeti person in the Stanley world, 
holding on to your Yeti. <laughs> She's a Yeti girl in a Stanley world. <laughs> yes. Metal and plastic. It's fantastic. Yeti or Stanley, if you would like to sponsor us, <laughs> we are open. Whichever one has the best offer, that's the cup. I have a Stanley <laughs> right now. Angie has the Yeti. So make us an offer. <laughs> Yeti, I just want to say I am a loyal consumer. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm loyal as well. I am a loyal Stanley. So you guys better bring it. Bring it. We don't lowball us. <laughs> Listen, this whole podcast could have been sponsored by one of you guys. Just so you know. Well, that's that's all the time we, you know, we're done for today. But we have more to share with you guys. And if you don't have a Yeti or a Stanley, like we still see you, stay strong. Bring in your Target cup. <laughs> Okay, really quick, no joke. I asked for Stanley. (laughs) I asked for a Stanley. I think it was for my birth. No, it was Christmas. It was for Christmas. And I like sent my husband the link. I'm like, this is the exact cup I want. And then right like a week or two before Christmas, a Target package arrives at my house, like a Target shipping. And I open it because I had ordered a bunch of stuff for Christmas. And I open it up and it's like a Target knockoff Stanley in a different color. And so I just put it right in my car and drove to Target and returned it and bought my Stanley and then wrapped it up before he saw it. And on Christmas no morning, I opened it up and I'm like, look, I got my Stanley. <laughs> That's so <I'm> awesome. Loyal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm like, You're trying to Christmas. one-up me. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm all, your, your Yeti story is cool. That was bravery. No, You brought a Yeti to, say- to a Stanley fight. That's what you did. I'm trying to say you're trying to win at my loyalty. Not oh, my story, my yes. loyalty. The story was great. You can have the story. Your story's good and funny. It's the loyalty that I have to Yeti. I have to ask real quick. I know we have to go. When you're unwrapping the Stanley and you pull out this Stanley and you're like, I got a Stanley for Christmas. What is Chris's reaction? Because he didn't buy you the Stanley. His reaction was a little bit surprised. A little bit like I think he knew because at one point he was like, oh, by the way, I'm supposed to get a package in the mail. I'm all, oh, like a Target cup. (laughs) And he's like, maybe. Like, I handled it. Don't even worry about it. Nice. So, thankfully, Target sold the Stanley Cup I wanted. So, it all worked out. And then I got another Stanley from a friend for my birthday. And immediately, uh, my oldest daughter took my old Stanley, my Christmas Stanley. So, now we're both Stanley girls. In a Stanley where (laughs) This might be my favorite song. Of all time. (laughs) It's so so appropriate with the new movie coming out. Okay, we are out of time. But join us next time where we're going to talk about 
Um, back to school for college, what that's like. We know a lot of you probably don't have your kids in college yet. Uh, maybe you do. I'm not judging. But as Angie just put her youngest into preschool, I just put my youngest into college. <laughs> so also, I just have to say, Angie's youngest just turned three, and today my grandson turned two. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're at (laughs) in our lives. (laughs) And how many years apart are we? Five? How many? I think so. I'm 46. Oh, yeah. So we're five years apart. (laughs) (laughs) And my youngest is in preschool, and her youngest is in college. (laughs) But Chris has a cousin who's exactly his age who had a baby like at the same time our grandson was born. So do they happens. live in Texas? Can they go to Cole's they preschool so I won't be the oldest parent? <laughs> Where are my old Yeti people? We need the old Yeti people here. <laughs> yes. Yeti, reach out. I could become a Yeti person. Not too proud. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. All right. That's all we have time for today. We got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But just remember, you might think you're doing just okay, but we think you're doing really great. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great mother funny day. Please like and share our podcast. But please don't tell our moms. Yeah, I just pushed Check record. Check it before me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to like go super fast. Okay, Ready? One, you count. One, two, three. <laughs> I might have done it. Did I do it? Did I do it the right well, time? You, you probably did, but on my side, it went like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Is there anything else we can do? Maybe scream. Ah! Yeah, we <laughs> scream together. Ah! Okay. Make a really annoying sound. He would love that (laughs) for editing. They love to have things in their ears making sounds.